listeners and viewers, you are tuned in to the Link Up, the, the Nesby Entrepreneurship uh, interview series. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, We're yes. on like episode six, maybe, or I think we'll, we'll, you're our sixth guest. Yeah. Right. Yeah, fifth well. guest, and we, we have some other things behind the scenes too. We have a secret episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, we have the esteemed guest here, Miss Jasmine Sadler. Yeah. yeah. Uh, myself, I'm Brian Ware. I'm the co director of the Nesby Entrepreneurship SIG. We have Mr. James Harps who is our programs chair. Nope, nope. Right, right. Yep, so um, we'll start off with introductions and who you are, Ms. Sadler, and, and before we get into our questions. Well, thanks for having me. My name is Jasmine Sadler. I am originally from Detroit, and I've been in San Diego for seven years. I came here as a full-time. I first came here seven years ago to San Diego, but been an engineer, so had several internships that I all gained through Nesby. So worked in aircraft engines, wind turbines, oil and gas turbines, and overhaul for aircraft engines. So the field that I worked in was turning air into energy. My degree is in aerospace engineering. And um, from there, 10 years in the game, finally got out. So a few months into my entrepreneurship journey full-time, I started my company five years ago, but now full-time entrepreneur and happy about it. My company is called The Steam Collaborative, and I work with adult program leaders to educate children and get them more excited about Steam. Science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. So I'm also a dancer and an engineer. There we go. Hey, uh... As you have seen you post before, a, uh, a black female rocket scientist, right? Mm-hmm. In, in a way. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jane, you want to introduce yourself and your businesses? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, everybody. Again, my name is Jason Harps. Uh, one of the business I'm doing is with my mom. It's called Zero to Necessary. And our mission is to encourage, inspire, and empower children and adults to fulfill their goals and reach their dreams. So we've been doing that for the past couple months, uh, specifically right now in STEM. <laughs> Science, technology, engineering, mathematics. We're going to be doing robotics programming. And we are also helping out athletes, you know, helping themselves be the best versions, um, you know, from going to zero necessary. And also partnering with homeless shelters that have, you know, money as far as families, but, you know, need to do what they need to do in order to get to the next level, which is, you know, get out of homelessness. So, so that's the effort that I'm doing. Then my other business is called Optimum ATMs. So I install ATM machines and get a get a percentage off of that. So you know when people put in their credit card and stuff, it's like two dollars, three dollars. So I get a percentage of that amount of money. So so that's the kind of businesses I've been doing. All right, good. And once again, if you guys are tuned in before, it's your first time. Hopefully it's not. But uh, mm-hmm. I have a business in construction management and consulting. It's called Best Way Construction Services. Uh, I also work with hands-on technology education. Jasmine is familiar with. We, we do some work. I partner with Dr. Corey Sewell. Um, and I'm just, you know, overall, just everyday entrepreneur, right? Looking for the next deal. So uh, those are some of the things that I'm into. So we'll get into the first question. You talked about, um, you know, your, your switch or you being happily, you know, uh, into the entrepreneurship side. So um, what made you switch from being a full time employee to an entrepreneur? Oh, great. So it was probably about six months into working full time 
that I realized I need to do something else. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. So six months in, it's like I'm not liking this job, I'm not liking the city I was in at the time, and I just needed something different. And I knew that I wanted to do something with math tutoring. I know kids really struggle with math or just even the idea of learning math sometimes. And so I wanted to start a company in math tutoring to get kids to love math. So that's really where it started. Um, I didn't even start the company until two years after that time. And so that was in 2014 that I started and still with the same intent, math tutoring, but then it grew from there. Um, how else can I do tutoring? How else can I get kids to love engineering or the other STEM fields? So teachers started having me come into classrooms or I started volunteering in classrooms or outside of school time. And then that's really where I found my niche was outside of school time. Instead of trying to be in the classrooms and have teachers change their curriculum, it was parents who just had a passion for teaching their kids math and their kids friends or after school programs, boys and girls clubs, Jack and Jill. So things that are outside of the school time, uh, that's really where I found it. And that's what I've been doing lately is um, how do I get parents who don't know anything about STEM or engineering to teach their children about it. So I equip the parents or the adult program leaders and sometimes they'll even have me come in and just be in the room with the students as well. So um, the switch really happened mentally a very long time ago um, and then started my company partway through that got my MBA because I wanted more education on entrepreneurship and then finally quit. You know, I feel like that's a journey that you hear of a lot of times. It kind of starts a while back, even for me. You know, I started my business five years ago as well. And just, I did it really just for a tax write-off, right? <laughs> just to be able to say, you know, I need something to, um, you know, write off. I mean, I'm, I was trying to do a business, but it was mainly like, uh, this would be a good way to offset my taxes, you know, legally. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so, you know, I think one of the things I noticed too is you had an MBA, I have an MBA, Jaden just recently got his MBA too, so I think... Degreed up. Degreed up. There you go, black on MBA. So, um, you know, I think that's something that's important too, you know, um, that you start to realize like, hey, I'm an employee, but if I'm going to switch and be an entrepreneur, I need to make sure I understand mm -hmm. business, so... Yeah, and I think especially because all three of us are engineers too, right. and so... Um, we don't really learn how to start a business or how to maintain it. And so a lot of us are also first time, first generation entrepreneurs. So we're learning all of this by ourselves. And so the more education you can get, so not necessarily saying that you need that professional degree, but I think for us, especially when you're trying to change your field to something completely new, that, that may be the best route to go is getting a formal degree to change over. Um, Jaden, I'll ask you real quick. Um, I know you're still, you know, working, but you're, you know, working on transitioning to more entrepreneurship. What are some things that, like, you think of or you're planning and your switch? You know, what are some 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 things that are in your head, like, on the day to day when you think about making your switch? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. I think for me, it's just just maintaining those connections. You know, like just establishing that network. Um, because I know as soon as I leave, you know, the company, like I gotta have a, a base of people who I know to help me grow my business, you know? So I think it starts with that, just, you know, solidifying those relationships, um, asking for help, you know, like people that's already doing entrepreneurship like you guys are, and, you know, just seeing what you guys been doing, uh, just get a different perspective, like, okay, 
Um, maybe I need to set up my website this way, or maybe I need to start a podcast, just have some ideas flowing for myself. So then as I'm doing these things on the side when I'm off my job, when I'm ready to just make that transition, I'll already be right in it. So those are kind of the steps I've been taking lately. And, um, and then obviously at the same time, just encouraging people like, hey, there's opportunities like we've been doing the, um, the first Tuesdays, right? It's like, hey, there's a network of people. You never know where you might you know, take your business or your ideas from, but at least you're in the atmosphere to talk about that, you know, and, and with people. Um, so I'm really big on that right now. That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, okay, so next question. I think, you know, when I think of Jasmine, I've seen you, I've known you since you pretty much first got to San Diego, mm -hmm. I want to say. Um, and I've seen you do a great job of just, you know, integrating yourself here in the city. You know, I mean, you're proud, you know, mm -hmm. Michigan <laughs> representative. So, so I, this is a great question, I think, for you, because I think you're one of the best at this that I've seen so far. Um, what advice would you give to someone moving to a new city and starting up a new business? How have you kind of integrated and what are some things you've done that you would give someone else? You know? Yeah, so the main thing I did was volunteer and get involved and learn about the different programs that are going on here, but the different clubs and organizations um, and volunteer. So especially that's kind of the cheaper route to get in it too, where you don't have to pay to attend these banquets, these really expensive banquets, and you're sitting at one table, being a volunteer, I'm able to check in people, give people wristbands and say, okay, well, what is it that you do? Okay, good to know. So I'm meeting all of these people by being a volunteer, and then you get to float behind backstage, which I love as being a dancer and being in the production space. So I'm like, okay, I get to be backstage, call up the next person. So um, that's really what I've done is volunteer a lot and just be involved and so especially at the time that I was planning to create a STEM camp or a STEAM camp I went to the other STEM and STEAM camps that were going on mm -hmm. so I either volunteered there I presented at those I spoke at those or just um, helped plan them so that I could have more information about creating my own and ironically that's how I came into where I am now with the STEAM Collaborative as I did the STEAM Leader Summit because I realized we don't need another STEM camp here. Mm -hmm. We need to get all of these STEAM leaders together. Mm -hmm. And that happened by me volunteering. So these were now all of my business friends, mm -hmm. all the people that I was volunteering with in the past. Mm -hmm. I know I've, I've attended your STEAM Leaders uh, camp as well. So it's, it's a brilliant idea, like you said, being exposed, getting behind the scenes, seeing what's out there. Um, so I think that just attest to some of the things we've talked about with other guests, the importance of education, and you've seen that in providing that education and opportunity for other educators. Now, Jane, you, you attended the STEAM yeah. Leaders this year, right? Yeah, um, it was at the house, and it was a nice house, y'all. I mean, it, it was one of those, like, you know, been back in the 1912s or something like that, but man, it was it was really cool, just a nice vibe. Everybody was in there, you know, really uplifting one another and, um, you know, just supporting Jasmine. You know that that's that's a big thing. You know, support is a big thing out here, y'all. Mm -hmm. Like, like we have to support one another, and um, it doesn't take much, you know. But but the presence, you know, being there, I think is can mean a lot. So yeah. I liked it, yeah. But and I think that's a great thing you mentioned, just about volunteering, you know, and just I think we've all seen with our involvement in Nesby throughout the years, just the volunteering, and I always say, you know, you, you know, you you give to get back, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? So giving your time and and your experience and all that, it, it comes back tenfold in a lot of networks and things like that mm -hmm. that you wouldn't normally 
um, get. So y'all, I definitely encourage volunteering. Um, I like what you've done with the church too. I know you're local, you know, you're active in the church community, which has a lot of great network, a lot of great people at the local churches, um, you know, with city leaders. Yeah. And so, yeah, so it wasn't that I was volunteering only at STEM stuff in my sector. It was mm -hmm. that it's just, just have a heart to volunteer and a heart mm -hmm. to help. And so places that I'm tied to, like my church or my job, I was volunteering at those places and so those have opened up new avenues especially now that I function outside of the school system so instead of me just networking with teachers or principals in the school system now I know teachers that go to my church and they get to see what I do and then even an event that I'm doing this week with the city of San Diego they get to see what I do so now it's not that I'm trying to only focus on STEM leaders it's that I'm open to the whole city Stuff, stuff. Um, so we're going to hit this question here, number five here. So who's your biggest mentor and how have they helped you along the journey? Don't be emotional. Don't be crying on it. <laughs> no, you can cry a little bit if you want. So this one is pretty tough for me usually to answer, but it's my brother. And mm. so, you know, a lot of people don't really think of their siblings, you know, as a mentor or something like that. A lot of people might say parents, but usually it's somebody, some other figure that has come from an external source into your life, mm -hmm. you know, but for me, it was in my house, you know, my first friend, he's four years older than me. He's always cared for me, loved me, but encouraged me to actually pursue engineering. Mm -hmm. So he's a computer engineer. Um, and then now just a full-time entrepreneur also left the industry. So been able to mentor me through that, even just the mindset, changing your mindset into an entrepreneur's mindset of, you can do this. These are the things that have been gifted into you from God, and so these are the things that you're expected to deliver. Mm -hmm. um, and so even times where I'm, even around the time I was transitioning out of full-time entrepreneurship and I had to start like turning down speaking engagements at schools and all of that, just so I could get enough sleep to go to work the next day, mm -hmm. he's like, um, so that was worth it to you? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I really needed that sleep. And he's like, so you didn't do the thing that you love to do, and you're okay with that. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm like, um, no, I mean, but that sleep, though. Because <laughs> I would have to stay up late and prepare this speech, and I would have had to do all this stuff, and so I didn't have to do any of that, and that made me feel relieved. And so he, but he had, him, you know, brought it back to me, so you were relieved to not do the thing that you love to do. Wow. Just so you could get more rest to do the thing that you don't want to do. Mm. You know, so, um, mm. yeah, he's always been around for that, but then he's also on my team as like my employee now. So um, he's, I consider him my virtual assistant. He still lives in Detroit, but he's always on the computer. He's a computer engineer. So he does web hosting, web development, um, proofreads my emails, goes through and deletes emails for me, mm -hmm. make sure that everything that I need to read in my inbox, I read, mm -hmm. um, you know, just everything that I need, he's there. So a friend, a mentor, business partner, you know, just uh, best friend. And it's just really um, an honor to talk about him like that because that's not the case for a lot of families, you know, yeah, not the case for a lot of siblings where um, you tell them your dreams and they shoot them down, mm -hmm. you know, and so he's always been there. He's had, you know, 
things for me before I even had it, and so he keeps me encouraged. Ooh. So that's real. That's real. Yeah, bro, bro, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what about you, Jay? Who's yeah. your biggest mentor? Uh, they helped you along the journey. Oh man, um, yeah, I've had I've had so many mentors. You, you were my mentor at one point. Oh, man. <laughs> no, they fired me though. I was too reckless. <laughs> Said Jake, go over there, uh, jump off the bridge, right? And you're gonna land. Just trust me. <laughs> he like you fired, man. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in different phases in my life, I've had so many mentors. So you know, growing up, you know, it was my dad. You know, like my dad, he was the man of the house and. He was very like a structured kind of person, but he was really dedicated with his work, you know. And for me, like um, my mom and my dad were together, like I would, I would really respect him, you know, just whatever he was trying to do for the family. So he was, you know, my lead in that. And then when I got to high school, um, you know, who was it? It was pretty much like, you know, my sister. You know what I mean? Like she was kind of guiding me, like, hey Jay, you know, this is, you know, this is how you're supposed to you know, study, or this is, you know, if you want to pursue this degree. You know, think about some programs. My mom was doing the same thing. And then when I got to college, you know, that's where you guys come in. You know what I'm saying? Like Brian, Jasmine, um, just helping me get to the next. Grady, obviously, Grady Gordon. Um, and, 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 but what I'm trying to get at is, like, my mentorship has always been some somebody in my life, you know, and everybody touched me. That's why it's hard to answer that question, like, who's been the biggest one? Because everybody's been my biggest one. And, um, and for me, you know, I'm just really blessed to have people in my life that, that really knows like okay this is the direct path that you choose to want to be and um, and they really have your back and they're not afraid to speak the truth because we gotta hear the truth sometimes you know <laughs> like, hey everything not you know sugar canes out here you know so we gotta uh, gotta hear it but um, but yeah what about you Brian? Um, you know I, I think the common theme is just you know people who are close to you people that can see the vision you know or see mm -hmm. you know the greatness in you before you even see it yeah um mm -hmm. so i mean i had a baseball coach you know um growing up my little league baseball coach he was a mentor he's a military man um you know he had his own family and you know he kind of took me under his wings um you know even when i was in middle school he used to pick me up every day you know he came by in the morning and picked me up he was a teacher he was a, a science teacher wow. so at the middle school so he would pick me up and take me to school drop me off like mm -hmm. if i had basketball practice he'd wait and take me home so mm -hmm. you know that was very instrumental um you know i didn't realize until i was much older that he didn't have to do that you know and mm -hmm. the fact that he had a stem background as well was was um, you know very important too, just seeing him in the classroom and things like that. So uh, his name is uh, Mr. Eccles, Mr. Stan Eccles. Yeah, Eccles. Yeah, he's he's, uh, he's he's like a superintendent now for um, like the Oakland military uh, school out there. So um, very instrumental. I'll say later on, um, I guess in the entrepreneurship side, I say it'd be great, great yeah. Gordon Trey. You know, he's the first one that to really just push, you know, entrepreneurship and independence. Mm -hmm. You know, he's the one, he walked me down there to City Hall and was mm -hmm. like, hey, get your business license, wow. this is where you go. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I did it, like I said, just to kind of get something established. And then mm -hmm. like four months later, I got laid off from my job and I was like, well, I got this business now. Yes. I might as well do something with it. Mm -hmm. So, you know. And you ended up having your business right near City Hall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, I had, I, I had my, my, my convenience store downtown. Um, so that was very, you know, he's very instrumental in that and in the journey and, and getting me started on entrepreneurship. So, um, so yeah, it's just really thankful for, for all the mentors. So, um, let's hit the next question. Steam. Let's talk about Steam. So, you know, Jasmine is, is, is one of the first people that I, 
you know, ran into that, you know, just really pushed the artistic <laughs> side, right? Yeah, there you go, there you go. You know, it, it's, it, you know, you hear about engineers being very, you know, robotic, very, you know, straight laced, but I know Jasmine is, is into dance and dancing and, you know, different arts. So um, tell me about how that came about. Tell me to talk about STEAM versus STEM and, and where you're going with that. Okay, so taking it way back, I started dancing when I was about six years old. So, um, my parents got me into a lot of different activities um, just to see what I like. So I first started figure skating when I was probably about four, then ballet, then gymnastics, basketball. Uh, <laughs> then in middle school, I was on the softball team, award-winning you know, championship softball team. In high school, I did golf. So it was just like... Um, my parents got me into everything, but dance was the main thing that stuck for me. Um, I love it. I love moving. I love the expression of it. So I studied, well, I was technically trained in ballet. So we had exams and classes and formal training in ballet, which is my favorite. But then doing point on point shoes, mm. and tap, hip hop, jazz lyrical. I dance at my church now, um, but I dance all the way through high school, through college too, um, on a hip hop dance team. So I'm studying aerospace engineering and dancing with my friends in the common area at night. Mm. And so, um, but for me, it's always been necessary to have the balance for me. Um, yeah, I don't think I would have graduated in engineering had I not been dancing while I was in college too. Um, so. Yeah, and even as an adult, some things you don't realize till you're much older that when I don't dance, everything shuts down. Mm -hmm. So my body physically starts to shut down. I get stressed, anxiety, all of this other stuff um, mm -hmm. that I don't get when I dance. So it's like, it's literally my medicine that I have to, like a daily vitamin, you know, where you're supposed to get certain nutrients every day. That's like one of mine. So, um, so for me, like I said before, I started the company in math tutoring, but I'm an engineer and I love to dance. And then I love to paint as well. Love going to plays and musicals. Um, so always associated with the theater. Um, so that's really what my company was going to be when it went from math tutoring was going to be, okay, math tutoring and engineering presentations and dance. And then it's like, wait, well, I'm doing like web development and coding too for my website and blog so I'm like I'm doing tech and then <laughs> like wait and you know aerospace is all about physics and science and all of those kind of things too so I'm like wait I am steam mm -hmm. you know that's what it was for me it was like yeah. you know where I'm trying to not that steam was a thing for me it was like this is just the life that I live like I have to be involved with the arts like I start to get withdrawals if I don't go to the theater every you know month or two months or like go to a concert or something like that I have to be like okay where's where's the next concert that I want to go to um so all of that word I am steam so a lot of people try to differentiate between stem and steam and well which one is this and which one is that it's just whichever one for me resonates with you so if you're just a mathematician you can just be a mathematician and be fine, you know? And so if people say STEM, you don't have to be offended. Like, well, I'm not the rest of that, yeah, yeah. you know? And so you end up hearing a lot of that, even at a STEAM leader summit that I held before, I held one in Hawaii. And that's what the leaders were talking about was that there's so much debate between this grant that comes in for science and this grant that comes in for STEM and this grant that comes in for STEAM. Mm -hmm. and 
or I don't know if I can apply to this one because we do tech, we don't do science, and we do tech, we don't do STEAM. So like, um, you know, it's a big debate, but it's like, it's really all about whatever resonates with you. So mm -hmm. all of us are engineers, mm -hmm. and I know Brian loves to dance, <laughs> and Jason does science, you know, super duper techie computer science stuff. So, um, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean you can't appreciate STEAM, and, right. you can, and I can't appreciate STEM, you know, so um, that that's hopefully that answers it. Where it's like I am STEAM, you know, I was STEAM before STEAM was a thing. There you right. go. Yeah, and I think you know what I hear in that too is just obviously you know just don't you know remove who you are from the equation. If you are mm -hmm. STEAM, then you're STEAM. Mm -hmm. If you're STEM, you're STEM. Um, and I think too just the ability to merge the two, right? You know, yeah. if you have a hobby, if you have things that you love. You know, you should try and find ways to incorporate that into what you do um, into your business, hopefully, or if not, don't lose focus of it outside of your business, because I'm sure as we all know, you know, mental, you know, uh, health is key in the process of being an entrepreneur and going through your journey and making sure you, you take time for yourself along the way. And I think all of that really goes into what your passion is. So all of your life experiences go into what you're supposed to be doing on this earth. And so um, yesterday I was talking to someone who started an engineering consulting company, but like loves education, wants to have a school, all this other stuff. And so I'm like, well, when are you gonna get more towards that? So even if your education, your engineering consulting company can fund some of that stuff, but like, when are you gonna get over there? You know, you, you have to get over there to be completely happy and satisfied and walking in your purpose okay good good mm -hmm. we'll uh slide in another question a newer question that we've been asking so uh which what's your biggest failure you know we talk mm -hmm. about the journey along the way the great success stories but i think it's important to talk about where we've had some some hiccups along the way because we all do and, and so what's what's your biggest failure along the way mm -hmm. No. <laughs> I succeed all the time. Everything's a learning experience. There you go. Um, one thing, well, mm -hmm. and so that's the thing for me. I there are some things that I consider failures, but people are just like, no, all of those things are just learning, and all of those things have brought you together to what you are today. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't necessarily see it like that. I mean, one failure that I have was working at a company who um, didn't appreciate me and disrespected me way mm -hmm. too long. Oh, no. um, and abused me really mm. so um, mm. where people are like oh no but that was part of you know who you are and, and it's like nah you know you shouldn't stay in a place that um, abuses you regard you know so similar to in a relationship if you're in an abusive relationship you can't be like well you know I've stayed for seven years and all of that was a learning experience no you should have left a year sooner than that <laughs> you know? yeah. and so um, for me that's that's probably my biggest failure is staying way too long and especially when you're still in the corporate space just being promoted you can get promoted a whole lot easier when you leave companies yeah um you get you know instead of the two percent raise that your boss has to give you and then maybe they'll give you four percent maybe maybe four slide a four in there um where if you leave a company, they can give you $10,000 bonus somewhere else and, yeah. and, you know, signing bonus and all that stuff. And um, not to encourage people to hop around, but, mm -hmm. you know, those are some things that I didn't know, mm -hmm. you know, and that I needed a mentor in my life to tell me um, that that's okay. 
you know, because whatever that other person is paying you is probably more what you're worth Mm -hmm. than the 2%. Okay, good. What what about you, Jay? Oh man, failures. Um, what's my biggest one? I gotta admit, it's it's definitely when I was in college, like like graduating that last year at San Diego State. Oh my gosh, like okay, first off, y'all, I didn't have a great GPA. Okay, it was <laughs> below a two point five. Like you know, leading up to that point, I was partying a lot. Um, so I had every letter grade you can think of: A, B, C, D, F, withdrawals. You know, incompletes. I mean, you can tell what it is, but. You know, I just knew at that point, I was like, Jay, you're you're in the last semester, and if you don't pass this class, like, yeah, you might have to continue school, but that's already like the sixth my sixth year in college, you know, as an undergrad. And um and it was a big it was a big wake up call for me because I had to really realize like, all right, Jay, um, you can continue this path and not, you know, go back home to Riverside, which is nothing out there, y'all. You guys ever been in Riverside? Nothing there besides Kawhi Leonard, you know. But you know, I, I was just like, I gotta really, I gotta really get this um, thing going for myself. And um, you know, I leaned on Nesby, you know, I leaned on my, my folks, and to help me get to that next level. And um, but that was for me, that was my biggest failure. Like, and the reason why I say that was because I come from a background of excellence, right? Like we got straight A, you know, B's and all that stuff, and all that was good until I got to college. So that was for me, that was a big wake up call. Like, hey, Jay, you're not as great as you think you are. You know, you can you can be in a situation where you may not get out of it. And luckily I got out of it. Um, I think I'll, I'll follow up on the college, um, you know, world of those times. Um, I don't call it a failure, but I guess it's something I look back, I wish I would have, you know, did more of or took the time to like look more into with scholarships, right? Um, you know, I think it's a great opportunity to leverage your opportunities in college to to get free money, really, right? And understand the scholarship system. Um, there's scholarships that you can get outside of college or, you know, the clearinghouse, right? And you can just kind of pocket, really. So um, just, you know, I wish I would like took, took it serious, like really like every semester sat down and applied for like 20 scholarships, right? Yeah. You know, getting my way, it's like, I don't want to write an essay about myself. <laughs> I don't want to talk about myself. Or, mm-hmm. It's like, but I could have got $5,000, you know? So um, I was just talking to my cousin about that the other day. You know, he's still in school and, you know, he's paying money out of his pocket right now. I'm like, bro, you're in college right now. You're, 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 you're grown, you know, like just apply for some scholarships. Like, you know, you should know better. So, you know, if you're, you're in college or even going back, if you're an older student, you know, use that to your advantage. Um, you know, it's free money. It's a lot of scholarships and, and things out there. I remember I tried to do a scholarship uh, mm-hmm. a couple years back and got no response. And it was just straight up, I was going to give somebody money. Like I was, you know, like, yeah. so, yeah. Um, you know, it's out there. So don't be afraid to, to, to go for it, leverage that. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll go to the last question, you know, the marquee question here, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so, so, so what's, what's your link up, you know, um, you know, you might have saw it in our last video we posted. What's your purpose? What's Jasmine Sadler, the person, Steam Collaborative? Uh, what's what's your link up to the people, the world? You know. Yeah. So the vision God gave me several years ago is to own and run a Steam University. So when I had to decide on what my major would be in college, I had to choose between dance and engineering. And so the university that I will have, it's all interdisciplinary majors. So dance and engineering could be one, or um, 
fashion design and math. And so how long does this fabric need to be for you to make this beautiful dress? Um, but then it all kind of rolls up into an ultimate vision of uh, orchestra with custom built theaters around the world. And so that orchestra has housing provided uh, for them and their families. So it's all kind of within one network. So the students of the STEAM University can, can perform and work for the theater. So even if that means designing the theaters, running the theaters, selling box office tickets, you know, figuring out what the packages will be, all of that. So that's ultimately what it is. So the things that I've been doing now with working with the adult program leaders um, to empower them so that the students underneath them can have that available to them and that identity that they know that they can be a STEAM professional. And now by the time they get there, now I have this university that they can attend. And by the time they graduate from university or even while they're still in school, they can be working, you know, so um, working in the arts or in the art field or in the theater field. So that is my link so yeah i mean there's going to be lots of steps in between that but one of one thing that i'm working on is educating our black children differently mm -hmm. and and the way that we learn and the way that um you know it, it's still individual everyone's an individual but the way that African-American students learn is very different from the way that we've been taught in schools. Mm -hmm. So even that's really what the tutoring company came out of for me was I'm learning things from my teacher and that's not making sense to me. Mm -hmm. So I had to reteach myself what the teacher's teaching me in my language. Mm -hmm. And then I had to like teach my other classmates in my language because I was like, maybe you get what she's saying, but mm -hmm. this is what, this is how I learned it. And so then that helped. So that's why I wanted to start the tutoring company, but you know, all of that works together. That's all in my purpose, and um, that's what I'll do to leave the legacy in my makeup. <laughs> brilliant. Yes, I think that's much needed, right? Yes. Talking about taking control of, of us and our education and things like that. I definitely see more and more of that happening in the future. You hear a lot of you know, the, you know, different sayings and memes that talk about how everything else has changed, but our education system is still very archaic and the way we teach our, our youth is, is, is behind. So that's, that's great to hear. So uh, I think we kind of talked about that before and, and that, that just, it, it warms my heart to hear that and I, I see it happening. I'm, I'm behind it. So yes. yeah. what, what about you, Jay? Oh uh, yeah. What's my link up? Um, I had to think about that for a minute. I feel my link up is time. My link up is time, like giving my time to people that that needs a way to figure out what they want to do, or at least to listen to, at least, you know what I'm saying? Because time really is precious out here, and I feel like that's the greatest gift we can give to one another, and that's how we link up, you know, is is, is taking that time away for you. Because they always say, oh, you ain't got time, but you got to make the time. We all have the same amount of time, you know? So for me, like, I, I just know, like, when I talk to people, I sit down and see what they're doing, um, I like to see, you know, whatever I can do to help in that, in that regards. And if I can't, then I'm going to forward them to somebody else that can do a better job than me, you know. But at, at the end of the day, I just know I'm going to be there for that person and just listen in. So that's my link up. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, I think for me is, like I said, the, the, the try and the fail, you know, is the link up for me. Just showing people that, you know, you can try and you can fail. Um, I think one of the next moves, you know, that I'm 
working on that we've been talking about is the workshops, you know, mm -hmm. just, you know, realizing that the part of that try is, you know, is learning the education, the failure is, is a learning lesson. So taking that and, you know, starting to share that with other up and coming entrepreneurs. I was talking to Kwaku yesterday about yeah. education. We know Kwaku mm -hmm. about, you know, he was like, you guys are, are important, you know, you know, everybody wants to start the business, but we don't have places to learn about the business, right? right? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, just realizing that part of it too, you know, that it's okay to, you know, take your experiences and, and educate and share that knowledge. I know you've been doing a lot of that as well. So, um, you know, working on these workshops and sharing the knowledge and bringing in people who are similar, who have gone through the journey um, to, to share that with our peers, you know, and, um, and, and different things. So stay tuned for the workshops. <laughs> yeah, if you have any questions, reach out. Um, you know, we're, we're starting here in San Diego. Hopefully, ideally, it's something that grows, you know, through, through Nesby. We can empower other people throughout the country to host workshops and, and, and share the, the entrepreneur's education that we've been gaining along the way um, with people. So I, I definitely see that as a part of the next phase of, of my link up, the growth. Mm -hmm. All right, so uh, I think that concludes all the, the wonderful questions I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, as we wrap up, I uh, just wanna, how can people stay in contact with you um, and, and find more out and more information about you or your business? Yeah, thanks for asking that. So my company is the Steam Collaborative. So um, we're all over Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter um, at the Steam Collab, the Steam Collab. Um, but then I'm also on all of those as the Jazz Maven. So that's part of my other brand, a social brand and connecting people. So it's the Jazz, J-A-S, Maven, M-A-V-E-N. So Maven is a, connect, a connector through sharing information. So that's what I love to do. So um, yeah, you can get in contact with me all through that. <laughs> you wanna uh, let people know how they can get a hold of us on social media? Yeah, um, yeah, Facebook, Nesby Entrepreneur, um, Instagram, Nesby, Nesby, Bpreneur Sig. Um, Twitter is Nesby Entrepreneur, I believe. Uh, LinkedIn, definitely a Nesby Entrepreneurship Sig. And oh, YouTube, right? Our YouTube channel. Um, right now, I think it's under yours, your name, but but Nesby Entrepreneurship Sig. And obviously on our podcast, the link up. So just search it. We're on all channels: uh, Apple, uh, Anchor. Um, Pretty much all of them. You can you can find us. So it's yeah, we're we're out here. So if you can't find us, we'll let you know where we're at. <laughs> Hit the Google search if you have to. Uh, you know the link up or Nesby Entrepreneurship Sig. You'll find us um, on the podcast. There's a few different types of link ups we found out. So just look for the one that has Nesby Entrepreneurship. Yep. Yeah. Thank thank you everybody for your time. Thank yeah. you, Miss Jazz Maven. <laughs> all right. And. Uh, yeah, thanks for, for tuning in to the link up and, and we'll check you guys out next time. Yes, sir.